Guardian. This is, you know, I'm not even going to do the voice. For some reason, once again on this show, we're talking about Destiny? Everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show. My name is Drew, and this is The More You Nerd. And we are here today to talk, yes, once again about Destiny, specifically Destiny 2 and its latest expansion, The Witch Queen, because we're talking about video games this month, and boy howdy, are there some video games that are out like this month, really this week. Although it's been a couple of weeks now since it all came out. Time has no meaning, but you know what does have meaning? My friendships and my friendship with Miles, because I can't do this alone. Miles, how are you, buddy? Um, you know what? Overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I we are we are definitely doing a video game month uh, and that's the tying theme. I loved our conversation with Michelle. Definitely one of the best conversations we've had, especially with a guest in a very, very long time. And so we're sticking on theme, as we said, it's not going to be as tight as a theme as we had expected because life has been a little crazy um, for yeah. both of us. Both, both of us have had some really, some really big uh, life changes. Um, not Nothing. Well, Miles's is really good. Mine was not so good, but it was a a a a a uh, a family thing that has now resolved itself. Wow, that sounds weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a family thing. I did not get divorced. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get divorced, and he didn't, uh, you know, put a hit out on somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's resolved itself. I made him an offer as you couldn't approve. Yeah, I, I messed that one up. Uh, um, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I things have been I, crazy. Yeah. Things have been, and things, we things like being crazy. pretty, we like being pretty upfront for the most part. So, uh, we are sticking on theme and yes, what's weird is when we decided to do this challenge, not this challenge, but, but to, to do the witch queen, it was initially, I had seen it as a softball intro for the gaming month. And then Another game we will talk about towards the end of the month came out and that blew all my productivity away. <laughs> <laughs> but I also I know we've covered Destiny several times on this show. Um, I believe this is the third or fourth specific full episode on the game that we have done in our near 11 years. That is that is wild to think about because I remember having a conversation about the Destiny One Alpha. Alpha, and I remember the, the you, me, and Mike having really enjoyed the game, but being a little critical of it. Oh, uh, we were hypercritical in the episode because Patrick did that for his birthday challenge and was super pissed at us. <laughs> <laughs> and then here we are, uh, years later, uh, still still talking the game, about the game still talking about it we met tyler or one of our well he's been on this show uh with anime two years ago or was that just last year i no, don't two remember years ago for ghost in the shell and he is one of the players on one of our other shows cosmic crit 
and I, I did want to touch met on him that through because destiny. Just, <laughs> so we, we met him through destiny because Patrick was trolling Reddit for people to, to raid with, I guess. And, and we, I, I, during destiny one, we played with a lot of strangers. We had a clan, we had people we played with frequently. Um, some way more tolerable than others. Um, some people I kind of think of, I'm like, I wonder how they're doing, um, yeah. because they lived strange lives. And, but I think that's one thing I wanted to touch on because I, we don't talk a lot about social games. I know you spent a, a very uh, formidable period of time with WoW. Yes, World and of Warcraft. I Not- I played a little WoW, but I didn't I didn't have the the social experience that a lot of people did with it. I also played it very late. I mean, it was post Cataclysm, post Lich. Um, so it was you know I I played for maybe six months. And this is the first game, and I know it's, you know, people kind of are loosey-goosey on whether or not this game is an MMORPG. I mean, it kind of is, for lack it, of a better term. It is and it isn't, but, you know, that, that doesn't matter. But it's the first social game that I have played and stuck with. I mean, the the game came out, the first game came out in 2014. It's almost a decade old at this point. Yeah. And we have been playing since alpha. We have made lifelong friends playing this game. People that we did not know in real life that we met playing this game that we met in real life after playing this game with them for (laughs) a couple years. Yeah. And continue to be to be really close with them and, you know, doing shows with them and all of that. Uh, so but this is this is the interesting thing about social games. And and honestly, that's really what this conversation is going to be about. It's going to be about social games with Destiny as the. As sort of the the catalyst, as the yeah, because t- I, I do want to talk about some of the, the stuff that Witch Queen has done. Uh, neither of us have finished the campaign because uh, aforementioned life changes and aforementioned video games that came out that took over. Um, yeah, and 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 certain movies that are three hours long <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't even gotten to see yet. I haven't gotten to see the Batman movie, gang. That like, if you want to know how busy I am in life, I haven't gotten to see the Batman. I know I, I was I pitched him how to surprise spoiler cast for a softball and you were like I will not have time to see that movie <laughs> so but th- but this is where I want to get into it because as 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 Miles mentioned I played World of Warcraft and I played World of Warcraft for a, a roughly 10 years there were some up times and some down times as happens with games but this is the thing about a game like World of Warcraft like Destiny that my enjoyment of the game, which is, again, it's weird for me because I'm not, <laughs> though I have hosted a podcast for more than a decade, I'm not an extremely like social person in my off hours. I'm very much an introvert. So I, when I play games, a lot of the games that I choose to play are single player experiences. They're story based things that I can do by myself and get to it. Wow was a weird one for me. But part of that was because when I was starting that game, uh, my my girlfriend at the time uh, decided that she wanted to make a character because I was so into this this dumb game that I was playing. And so this is the thing about about a lot of MMOs. If if I start it, I'll get into it. But there's it's got to be super compelling to go more than a few weeks, which is true of, I think, any game. Right. 
Yeah, and she got super into it. I remember being in a playwriting class with her and being her being very excited about the wow episode of South Park that was coming out. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so my, my <laughs> which is how old we are. Yeah, my my girlfriend at the time uh, again, uh, she got really into the game, and so what that meant was after she sat in my dorm room playing my copy of the game for four hours while I f- just figured out something else to do. Uh, we decided <laughs> to go and get her a copy of the game. And so she got a copy and installed it. And uh, we, we started new characters and we played together. And, and the, the, the other thing about this, this particular person in my life, uh, we were in college at the time, but we were a year apart. I was, uh, uh, a year ahead of her. Uh, so this would have been my junior year. I guess it was my senior year. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. It would have been my senior year. Did Jonah start in your senior year? Well, no, uh, but that's, there's some complicated stuff to that. Uh, wow. That sounds (laughs) awful. I don't, I don't need, I don't need a Degrassi version. So just let (laughs) a simple note of it. That sounds awful. No, but we, 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 but we, we, we started playing that game and, because then I graduated and, you know, we did not live in the same hometown. We were then two hours away. All of a sudden, this game became something that we would do together. Um, a spoiler warning. This girlfriend is my wife. <laughs> it's my wife, Rebecca, uh, so, who has also been on. The I was show. wondering if you were pulling back for some big reveal. <laughs> but 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 the, the part of the the draw of that game was that it gave us something to do together that we did not have to be in the same place for, uh, especially as, you know, I started working and she was still in school and we were still two hours apart all the time and, you know, visiting on weekends and things like that. It gave us this common thing to do. And even when when she graduated and, and we moved in together and got married, all of this pretty much continued. We continued to play games and, and uh, uh, you know playing with our our guild mates and discovering things about the guild mates in that game like one of my guild mates worked for the same company i worked for but across the country (laughs) like other so we had this like weird sort of connection there and 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 all sorts of stuff around that game but and this is where we'll kind of you know track back to destiny in a second all of that kind of changed when the game changed and when life changed so when you know, she got kind of burned out on the game because of some in-game stuff. She kind of had to take over as guild leader when our guild when our, our guild leader kind of disappeared for some stuff. And so she got burned out trying to do a job that she didn't want to do and, and all this sort of stuff. And then, uh, you know, she got pregnant with her first child and then priorities completely changed. Uh, and so biggest mistake of her life. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know she about could, that she one. could, she could, she could have been the guild master. Yeah. But, but so, so this is, this is where I want to talk about this when it comes to, to destiny, because I, I play, we had been playing world of Warcraft for eight or nine years. I think we got to a decade of, of, of active wow subscriptions, but the second that she lost interest in playing and stopped playing, I did. I kind of kind of kind of completely drifted off and, and, you know, stopped playing. I've gone back a couple of times and she's gone back a couple of times, but it never really captured that magic again. That magic for the two of us playing that game was gone. Uh, so let's circle back 
to Destiny because Destiny has a weird relationship historically with with gamers in general. Uh, and and De- when Destiny was announced, the game that Destiny came out with a, a year after its announcement was stylistically the same story wise completely different they had gutted the entire story there was a character that was introduced as the crow uh who in the game was not the crow he was a completely different character just had the same model his name was aldrin sov the the brother of queen marasov uh queen of the awoken the best (laughs) (laughs) my favorite character in the game miles's favorite character in the game uh but 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 this is kind of uh, we're not going to go too nitty-gritty into the story of destiny other than to say that destiny has this weird cycle of launching kind of poorly but still being appreciated for the the bones of what's there because destiny has always had really good shooting it's always had extremely good style It's so it's still the best shooting. I think I mentioned this in our Mori episode, maybe because I played Halo Infinite because it was on Game Pass. It's the only reason I played it. It's the first Halo game I played since like three or Reach, which I think was one of the last ones that Bungie did. And there is no game. And I mean, this is my complaint when I played Doom 2016. There is no game to me, that's a first person shooter, a genre I traditionally am not super into anyway, that feels as intuitive and as good as Destiny does. And this isn't me just as a fan or someone who became a fan, because if you cycle back to whenever we talked about the announcement in a talk nerd me segment, I completely wrote it off. Oh, it's an online only game. I'm done. Not going to play it. Which is hilarious given that i put over five or put put over a thousand hours into destiny now um but but i also didn't i never had a connection with a social game like you did like i think we had maybe played a couple things together but it wasn't until the first destiny that i actually got and and this is the cool thing about a game like wow to circle back to social games before we fully get into destiny is something like that kind of fulfills the promise of what kind of nerds hoped from the internet. It was a place that you could find people and like-minded people to play with that you may not be able to find, especially if you're like a lonely kid in a small town. Um, There was always that kind of thing. And that was always the promise of being online growing up, even though when we were growing up, that was not a possibility. Not really. Um, I mean, you could call your friend if you had a friend, you could call your friend's house and play Command and Conquer or Doom 2. But like, you know, which I definitely did, <laughs> which I, I 100 percent did. But this one, it was the first time I experienced it, just logging on to a machine and getting to talk to friends of mine. You know, Mike was no longer on the show when Destiny came out. I don't think maybe Destiny 2 came out. I think he was with Destiny 1. Was he? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> He may have maybe popped on there. I thought maybe maybe he wasn't. But like, you know, throughout the years, I have been able to hang out with my best friends who don't live anywhere near me. You know, I get to play with Drew. I get to play with Patrick, Mike, Tyler and his wife. And well, and Patrick's wife, too. Um, Sorry to tell you. Um, (laughs) But I get to play with these people who are spread across the country and. And we all can play together. 
And that that sort of thing is one of the most beautiful things you can do in in gaming is the fact that you can it can be a Friday night and you can be hanging out with your best friends. And as if you were right next to each other. Yeah. And, you know, getting mad at somebody because they keep dying when you're trying to do this one particular thing in a <laughs> Which raid. We have, we have all been up. We know we have all been part <laughs> of that. I don't, I don't want to hear it, Drew. So so this this is where, uh, you know, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm reflecting on this because Destiny has been such a big part of, of our personal lives, um, which is so funny because I know so many people that love Destiny and I know so many people that are just like, oh, Destiny, that game's over. No, it's not, bruh. It ain't over. In fact, no, it uh, just got which one we of the, did very well. It just got one of the best expansions that it's ever got. But I talk about yes. I talk about life circumstances changing and and why I disappeared from from World of Warcraft, and that is kind of the story of not necessarily Destiny One, but definitely Destiny Two. Uh, so Destiny Two launched in twenty oh twenty seventeen. So it is at its fifth yeah. year this year, and it launched really strongly when it comes to to sales and things like that initial story pretty good yeah but but for every positive step they made it was a a a step that they had missed and lost from the end of destiny one because destiny one's what destiny one got to a really really good spot with where its story was specifically with the taking king expansion yes but after after the launch of destiny 2 we had some quite frankly terrible expansions <laughs> i think they're just lackluster i wouldn't call them terrible because i mean i still enjoyed a lot about them uh, what do you remember they, of curse of osiris <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm specifically talking about curse of osiris um it's not that they were terrible but at the same time you're, they were putting out content for 20 dollars that i felt like if this was 9.99 because and and here here is one thing that that Destiny has gotten so good about and what the Witch Queen brings to the table is they have learned they seemingly have learned all of their lessons in terms of some of their biggest faux pas in content releases with the Witch Queen. Yeah. So, I mean, Destiny one had a couple of, of weird expansions as well before they got to the Taken King, which is when that game really found itself. Destiny two had a couple of lackluster expansions before its first really big expansion forsaken happened and forsaken is when that game really turned around the the problem though with with forsaken and really uh, as we got into shadow keep which was which was just oh was that two years ago wow yeah and and shadow keep is very much like some of those smaller ones is they would always promise these big things. Shadowkeep is essentially a $20 setup for something that is being somewhat paid off three years later. <laughs> yeah. So so but but as 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 this has gone on over the last five years, you know, where where we used to encounter our friends in Destiny, mostly in Destiny. Those relationships evolved to a point where we were starting to communicate more and more outside of destiny than inside of destiny. Mm. Biggest and- mistake we ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I want to raid so bad. <laughs> That's what Bungie says. But uh, but 
but because of that, obviously we've we've played other games together. We we've we're on podcasts together now. We have even more contact together than we had when we were playing Destiny as regularly as we were. And in that time, other things changed. For example, Tyler's had a child now. He and his wife uh, welcomed a uh, welcomed a baby uh, not that long ago. And mm-hmm. and you know, circumstances change. But through that game, we have been able to 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 still connect with each other and and hang out and do other things together but i say that i i i love tyler's kid she's adorable <laughs> really this this episode's about tyler we want him him and his wife to come back to destiny because the witch queen is a really good expansion <laughs> i have given them so much grief on on our text thread so and, and any criticism i have about destiny i speak as someone who and, and i i've i've i have friends who who speak highly critically of things that they they very much love um specifically magic the gathering um which people have feelings about i absolutely adore destiny i am such a sucker for its lore i have hardcover lore books i have the stupid comic book collection there's a statue of cade six like four feet behind me cade six was the character played by nathan fillion um i i love this game i love the universe they have written and i am deeply deeply invested in its cast of characters inconsistently written as sometimes they can be zavala um and what they have done with the Witch Queen is nothing short of amazing because for a lot of people, this was make or break. This was going to end a lot of people's Destiny to Destiny careers, period. Uh, all three of us, me, me, Mike, and Drew had said repeatedly, this could be it. Because if they bungle this, because so the Witch Queen, for those who don't know, is an expansion that uh, basically is the full revelation of the plot of a character named Savathun, who has been talked about in lore since the first game. She is the the sister of Oryx, who was the Taken King himself from Destiny 1. Uh, and, and his two sisters, uh, Savathun and Zivu Arath, uh, Ziva Wrath is also a big deal in in these games. Um, she's Crota's aunt. If y'all know Crota, y'all know Crota. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is like, she's I mean, the thing was they they built Savathun through small little lore bits as if she was some like, oh, you thought Oryx was bad? Like the eldritch nightmare that is his sister makes him look like a puppy. <laughs> and so we eventually kind of got these bigger and bigger hints as destiny evolved. And then finally in uh, the last couple of years, we have finally seen the, some of the machinations of Savathun's plot come out. And then in the last season, we finally kind of came face to face with the witch queen herself as her plan unfolded, which led into this expansion. And this expansion, much like its spiritual predecessor, the Taken King, really redefines what destiny can do. Again, we, neither of us are through with the campaign, but the campaign as it is presented so far is 
so cool and interesting. There are a couple of moments where you have to do kind of the same thing over and over, which is a, a, a little fine. bit of a downside, but I you mean, know, that's destiny for you. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's fine. I don't but, care. But the fact that it, the, the but the fact that one this campaign is long. That I think this is the longest campaign we have had in And that's that's years. something I want to touch on because since the first expansion destiny ever released it was often a couple of story missions and then some end game content and those story missions were things you could race through in less than 10 minutes especially in the first one where, where like there was a whole joke of like oh you want to get this done just race to that last level just yeah. whoosh, whoosh. boom and Gosh. that that ain't the case here they've they've finally i don't know why it took them so long the the story missions, like the real proper chapters, I mean, sometimes feel like raid content. Yeah, you know, Drew, Drew, Mike, and I played through. I think the the opening volley of this thing, and this that it was long. Well, not like, not it wasn't just long. We were also playing it on a legendary difficulty, a higher <laughs> difficulty. That because they now have the normal difficulty and the higher difficulty for the campaign out of the gate. Not something that you have to unlock. It's just something that's there and you get yeah. really good rewards for doing it. Yeah, I made the psychotic decision to try to solo through that for a good chunk of it. And then I was like, I, I hit a wall where I was like, OK, this is this is impossible for me. Yeah, I, I and, got I got to a point in that where I thought, oh, man, I'm doing all right here. Oh, but I'm doing really poorly here. This must be the last part of the mission. No, it was not the no. last part of the mission. I was about a third of the way through. <laughs> And yeah, so I mean, one one of the great things is they have yeah they've they've figured out their mission content. They've also figured figured out how to basically alleviate. So, so Destiny, it still is, but I think it used to be more of a loot shooter than it is now. Now most of the weapons you can get through certain acts or certain things. Yes. It's not as random as it used to be. So the FOMO element is gone. It is more about gameplay and tweaking your characters than any than ever before like yes there are some exotics and stuff you have to put in the work to do that's just you follow this quest line and you get the, the you get the toy yeah but it's it's you're no longer you know locked into like i mean for example one of the best rocket launchers in the entire franchise is this very cool very gorgeous looking <laughs> piece of equipment called gallerhorn and patrick never once in the entire length of the first destiny game got gallon until Zer, who was a random npc just don't worry about it offered it the weekend before destiny 2 launched <laughs> i had five and patrick refused to talk to me about it <laughs> well and, and what's similar uh, when it comes to a thousand voices which is a very powerful weapon in destiny 2 it was it, it only dropped the only way that you could do to get that drop was to beat uh Riven of a thousand voices. Such a cool name. I love Riven. Yeah. Uh, which was a raid boss in in the in the Forsaken expansion uh of Destiny 2. Only drop from that, and you had to pick it, when you when you ended that 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 run, there was just a wall of of treasure chests, but you only had a key to open one of them. <laughs> so you would have to pick which chest you were going to open and that was going to prove you know prove your rewards tyler never got a thousand voices 
But that's and you really only had one chance to get that a week and he never got it. I got like four, you know, we were we were doing a lot of rating back then. <laughs> yeah. And and but not not only have they improved that aspect, there's a lot of endgame uh, content so far that looks to expand extend the life of the game because a lot of times with with content launches by destiny you have the initial launch window where you're going through the story and you know the raid comes out and then you're kind of like okay now what now for the last several years they have been releasing what they call seasonal content which is something they have been i will say continually improving behind but improving behind improving upon but not perfecting they are very close to getting that right with the last season they did leading up to the witch queen they were doing really well now covid threw a huge wrench into a lot of these plans uh this this expansion was set back by almost a year i feel like it was a while uh and and the seasons that came before this were extended by months at a time which made them kind of overstay their welcome a little bit right but you can't really no i I don't fault them them for that but but it is it is why there was a little bit of a drought i didn't play for a while and i feel like now some of those some of the players who have not come back tyler um (laughs) need a little more convincing and i feel like if especially i don't know why i feel like i'm just talking specifically to tyler um because this this game because bungie has done so much to improve upon the destiny experience not only is the gameplay more fun the legendary uh challenge mode that drew talked about is legitimately a fun challenge it's annoying as heck because you die a lot but it's the the kind of challenge that hard mode destiny used to do often just seemed hard because the game put in something that was unfair and honestly not fun the actual challenge and difficulty that they've added to the game is an actual difficulty spike and it's fun and challenging and you feel good when you finish it and not just that but one of the criticisms the destiny has gotten is that when you have to do this content over and over and over again to increase your light level which is it's not exactly a a level in the way that a traditional rpg is it is basically the the power that your gear that you have is and at at, at the start of this expansion you start at 1350 at light level 1350 the the sort of soft cap the cap that you can easily get to by playing and getting regular upgrades is 1500 but there's a there's a cap that there's sort of a of a a, a sub cap where you really have to do a lot of special stuff to get upgrades that the the random upgrades for it just don't drop in the wild like they do to get to 1500 so that's roughly 1520 right now well, what did Bungie do to prevent people from having that burnout? If you beat that campaign on the legendary difficulty, they give you an entire set of 1520 armor, jumping you right to <laughs> ready to ready for in-game stuff. And I only played the first, I think, four now, three thing missions on legendary. And typically it's a long climb to get, at least get the soft cap i'm already i was already there 
by by play by playing the first three because you're you're rewarded for playing the higher difficulty. They give you higher gear more quickly, and I loved that because often in launches, you know, one of us would be busy, and I would. I know I, there are launches that I felt this way. I felt like everyone was 20 light levels ahead of me and it took me forever to level up. And they Bungie has fixed that to get the, to get to the soft cap. It is very, very, I don't want to say easy, but much more palatable to, to obtain. And then where you have to put the work in is getting to 1520, which is completely fair. And I think 1550 is the actual hard cap this season, um, which is. Which is, you know, Fine. that's the grind. Yeah. That is the grind. Uh, Hell, it used to be that like the the level, the light level was like a, a matter of 50. I think Destiny 1 ended with what, three or 400 as the the end light level. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's the funny thing, because, you know, it was like 1250 to 1350 in the last season. 1350 was the was the hard cap. And then now it starts at 1350 and goes to 1550. Right. And, but. But next season, after a season of the Riven is the is excuse me of the Risen. Risen. Uh, sorry, I see Ri uh, and Destiny. I immediately <laughs> think of the the, the Miss But uh, the the but the, it will likely go from fifteen fifty to sixteen fifty, and then seventeen fifty as as time goes on. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're barely even talking about the stuff that's in this expansion because, like, story wise, there's so much, and it's really. Honestly, it's a payoff for for stuff that's been going on for years, as Miles said earlier in the episode, that I don't want to focus too much on that stuff because I don't know. Also, I haven't gone through it, <laughs> but um, well, I, I do want to I do want to say that the, the, the character work that Destiny has been doing, because one of the biggest narrative criticisms was that it felt like the the NPC characters didn't have a lot of life to them and. And, and they put a lot of work in over the last decade, especially since Destiny one. But I would say since the for, since the Forsaken expansion, they've really honestly since Destiny two, they put a lot of work into individualizing and getting you invested in these NPC characters. And and that's not to say that these NPC characters haven't been represented well. Lance Reddick, who is just a darling of a human being and the biggest <laughs> destiny cheerleader out there uh, has been playing Zavala since launch and has done so beautifully. One of my favorite video game performances of all time. Well, and this is another thing that, that a problem that destiny had, because one thing we have to mention is that destiny is made by the company Bungie made, made halo. They partnered with the, the video game publisher Activision, uh, formerly the fourth largest video game publisher, now uh, being absorbed in, uh, by Microsoft <laughs> to be a huge monolith as part of that. But Activision had very high expectations for Destiny, and they spent a lot of money on Destiny to the point where a lot of the voice talent they got was top tier. You had Lance Reddick as Zavala. You had Nathan Fillion as as Cade Six. Uh, you had Gina Torres as 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 Ikora Ray, uh, my vanguard. Uh, but um, they Cade Six passed away uh, a couple of years ago. Rest in power. Uh, Ikora Ray. They just recast because Gina Torres is a busy actress, and quite frankly. <laughs> 
Bungie, by the way, split from Activision. They are no longer a part of Activision. They've also since been bought by Sony, but that's like real, real recent. Uh, they couldn't afford to, to get a lot of this talent back. But I think that's also in its favor. Like, I, I mean, the original ghost, the ghost, the little thing that 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 hovers around you to bring you back to life when you die was voiced by uh, uh, Tyrion Lannister, uh, 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 Peter, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. And they well, that, that, that change was him. not because they couldn't afford him. That was changed. Fans were complaining for some reason. I always liked Peter Dinklage no, as they, the they, ghost. They, they definitely recast him because they needed someone that they could get in this in the booth to record things and they couldn't get Peter Dinklage in the booth to record things for one of the most talkative characters in the game that is a th- that is absolutely a thing that happened and it's happened to ikora and sit because ikora literally stood in the tower which is the the kind of social space the safe spot that you can go and get quests and turn things in for like three years just stood in the tower with nothing to do nothing to say just silently repeating the same lines that she has repeated for years and now that that she has a new voice actress, can't shut her up. She is a huge part of the story. They got a pretty good sound alike for her. Yeah, um, uh, uh, d- does a very very. It's very close to to Gina Torres's uh, uh, voice in in the character. And I'm just happy to have Ikora back because she was such a big part of the game for those first few years, and then just stopped. Well, and she's been a big part of this ongoing subplot with Savathun under the surface and then now that the witch queen is out we'd certainly have her as a main part of this story um and and, i mean again to to go back to the character development i'm not gonna go too deep into the story itself but there are characters they have been putting work into that they they knew all right here here's our new normal starting with the forsaken by taking one of the most hated characters in the game aldrin sav and turning him into an emo hero. One of the most loved characters in the game. <laughs> yes. I mean, legit, a character I loathed is now one of my favorite Destiny characters. And, 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 and they to- <laughs> and, and again, this is to Destiny's credit. They told that story of Aldrin Sav dying. And, and spoiler warning for something that happened three years ago in the game and and being brought back as a guardian as one of the good guys and spoiler warning for how guardians work when you do that you lose your memory you don't have any of your memories when you're awoken as a guardian so he has the face of the man who killed one of the most popular characters in destiny and he was hated by so many myself and miles included to have that redemption arc play out and continue to play out is just wonderful. It's wonderful. It is. It is fantastic. And the way they told that story in universe, because clearly so many characters hated Aldrin Sav, the, the grand reveal of who he was to the people at large was a masterstroke. And this again is something destiny has gotten better and better about is telling the smaller stories within their larger ones and making it matter. And all this is coalescing in the Witch Queen because this is uh, one of the last one of the last three big expansions for Destiny 2. There will be Lightfall and the final square, the, the final, final shape shape. Yeah. 
And 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 even still, even with something that is taking so many things that have been swirling around for six years and adding a punctuation to that, it is still giving you hints of what's to come. It's still laying gla- groundwork, and they have really come into their own as storytellers. And I can't stress how like I know it's so easy as Bungie fans, as Destiny fans, as Drew said earlier. Fans of this game are also its biggest critics. They will pick a Destiny expansion apart to death. And I really and truly believe the Witch Queen is one of the best expansions, if not the best expansion that they have ever done. The the, the fact that I continually hear, and again, I haven't finished the campaign yet, that I continually hear from both people that I know and people that I don't on the internet that Bungie pulled it off. They pulled it off. They pulled it off. And so far, that is true for me. I mean, we got a text from Mike who was literally ready to turn in his game and was says the fact that Bungie knew that this is make or break for so many people and took someone who was about to leave and made it a must play again. I mean, he's like, I got to hand it to him. Yeah. And not just that. I mean, I was seeing articles on PC Gamer and stuff like that, that that the Witch Queen is already game of the year in terms of first person shooters. And, I, I and, and some people are like, well, it's all right. It's February. And I'm like, I can't think of a single first person shooter that I even care about playing. So it's already going to be game of the year for first person shooters for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, with with that said, um, just some of the little things that are in this expansion that I think are worth talking about. Um, and I'm going to dance around a couple of the story bits because we've talked about Savathun, but the whole, the whole arc of this is that Savathun, the witch queen herself has found a way to give the light, which the light is what makes our good guy players our our human players and human adjacent players. Uh, their superpowers and their ability to resurrect from the dead and all these things. She has found a way to give that ability to her evil bug monsters, the hive, her lucent brood, which is such a cool name. Mm -hmm. Destiny has awesome names for things. It has a great style. The skyboxes in Destiny games, by the way, skyboxes are a video game term for when you look out into the background of the video game that you're playing and just the stuff that's all over. They have been number one in that regard for me for a very long time. Uh, yes, I, I did not think they could do much better than the Deepstone Crypt raid when it came to a skybox and so far they're doing that in this in a couple of uh, in a couple of capacities that are just exceptional um, yeah I, I i i agree some of the coolest design levels that you know i was really worried that they were just basically going to try to copy the taken king and the architecture and the aesthetic of the taking taken king and they have not done that yes there no. are some similarities in some hive type things but they have given all the Sabathun stuff, its own personality. But Which I want to touch on something perfect. real quick that you mentioned Deepstone Crypt. Um, and I have to talk about something that has, I would say, consistently throughout the history of this franchise been the high watermark of of this IP, which is the music of Destiny. Destiny has consistently had amazing 
iconic music. And Deep Stone Crypt, which is part of the last expansion, has one of the best songs, one of the best video game songs, period. It's exceptional. It's an exceptional, calming piece of music. I have, I still have the 10-hour loop saved uh, on my YouTube. And, and when it happens in the particular raid that it happens in is just like... Oh, oh, icing on the cake. I remember the fr- I, I, I'm getting misty. I'm thinking about the first time we all played that together. Um, the music in The Witch Queen is just as amazing. I haven't quite heard a Deep Stone Crypt cut, you know, like something that, that kind of like is like, oh, my God, this is the song. But I've heard a lot of songs that I'm this rocks. And I mean, that 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 trend continues. I mean, you know, we haven't finished the campaign, but the music has just been exceptional the the regular places you go are cool the new characters you meet are awesome like everything that that bungie needed to do with this expansion they have done in spades and 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 to see and again i say this because this is important when the last expansion that came out that had this much story you finished that story in two days this is not something that I was able to finish in two days. This is something right. that is it. There's a lot to it. And I'm to the point where I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen, which is surprising. Not something that happens in destiny. Yeah. It's a destiny. Usually you kind of know where the, where the clip's going. And yeah. I, yeah, that, that is another thing that I love about it. And <laughs> I'm just thinking about, just everything that they have done so far with this this expansion, because, you know, not only do you have new NPCs that are interesting, not only do you have new places to go, but they have given narrative reasons for design decisions that the companies had to make, because <laughs> starting a couple of years ago, they started vaulting some of the planets to make the download smaller. Yeah, unlike something like Call of Duty that just continues to be 400 gigs on your PlayStation yeah, hard they, drive. They realized, hey, we need to not make a 120 gigabyte file on your on your on your system or your computer, which which I both appreciate, but also dislike because I don't yeah, like yes. losing access to content. I have to say mm-hmm. that personally, I don't love that. I don't that I have lo- <laughs> that I've lost content, but they, they pop stuff back up. But I love that within this expansion, they give a narrative taste of why that is and i love it so much like i know it's bs like we have to make a story reason for it but i love they did it (laughs) they could have just said oh yeah you you just can't access this right now and that's it but no in the game these planets have vanished and we don't know why well and and one of the planets that vanished has returned as part of the 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 intro to this um I, I feel like we've reached about where we can with with talking about this before we get into just real story spoiler stuff and stuff that like I, I just haven't seen. I know this episode's a little bit of a mess, gang. I'm sorry we had stuff going on and we wanted to make sure we got something out to you. Um, not our finest moment, but I feel like we got there. I feel like we got I've had fun. Screw yeah. you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we got on our sparrow and we 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 uh we got raced towards the finish line. Speaking of Bungie, I know you listen to the show. Um, now that you got that Sony influx of cash, how about a little SRL, how about a little Sparrow Racing League? Bring that back. 
Um, how about some books? That's what I want. I, I would <laughs> I, rather I've been have, asking for books for like a decade. <laughs> I would rather have the Sparrow Racing League than a book nerd. Uh, guess who has never, ever done the Sparrow Racing League ever. Well, you missed out because it was really fun when no, it existed. I, I, I don't. I don't like racing in general. Oh, um, like the thing about the SRL was that I was so good at it. I was never. Yeah, that, that's why you liked it is I because you were so good at good, it. And everybody else is <laughs> so bad. Like I'm so bad at so much of this game, even though I've played it for a, almost a decade. But SRL, I was actually, so good. I would, I would, I would F stuff up because I still have that broom and that broom turns on a dime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh yeah, also sparrow horns, bring back sparrow horns. I miss sparrow horns. Um, oh yeah, and that's the thing is like Bungie as much as they do serious stuff, they do silly stuff. I ha- uh, for for a Halloween ex- um like celebration, the Festival of the Lost, I was I I did all the stuff so that I could earn the special sparrow for that, which was not an actual ship or motorcycle. It was a broom. A witch's broom <laughs> that you ride around. And I have been rocking that thing along with the vampire costume for three years. I just took off the vampire costume at the start of this expansion, but I also only uh, just got I the vampire still, costume. I still use the vampires. I will. N- I promised certain things in Destiny 1. I would never lose Ghost Coast and I never did. And my lesbian vampire will never die. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. I, yeah, I, I actually I've had a lot of fun talking about Destiny because this is likely not be this will probably be the final episode we ever talk about Destiny unless the game ends. Um, we might have a farewell for it, but it'll definitely be the last for the while. Um, so next week. Drew and I uh, changed our plans. I know we teased Elden Ring for next week, but. Been busy, been I've, busy. I've put in like I've been put, actually the reason I haven't finished Destiny is because I put in like 47 hours into Elden Ring already. Yeah, and, and um, the reason I haven't finished Destiny is because I've been super busy. I've started Elden Ring. I, I've played a little bit of Elden yeah, Ring. Yeah, I know. I, I want uh, you to but, spend time with it before we but, talk about it I because there's to, no there's yeah. no sense there's no sense talking about it if you've only spent like it, t- 10 hours with it it. it. it is partly that there were three of of the announced games for 2022 that had release dates. There were three of them that I wanted to play and they came out the same week. Yeah. (laughs) So thanks publishers between those two and horizon forbidden West. I, and also just life stuff. Um, I am, I am farthest in horizon because it came out first before all of my life stuff happened. (laughs) So, uh, so I'm more prepared to talk about that, but uh, nobody else is talking about that because it's been completely overshadowed by Elden ring, uh, much like horizon, uh, 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 zero dawn was completely for uh, overshadowed by breath of the wild. It's as the dark gods intended. I get it, Um, but I, I I still love you. Aloy. (laughs) But uh, next well, now, 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 now that now that Sony owns uh, Bungie, I'm expecting some Aloy stuff in in Destiny. <laughs> they got, so, we got we got glaives. So next week we've gone back and forth about what we're going to do uh, because we are going to do another actual review episode. That's legit. Uh, but next week I think we are going to. It's going to be a little bit of a surprise. Well, well yeah, we're, we're 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 still nailing down some things. We have a fun thing that we think you guys are going to like, but we're we're narrowing it down. Yeah, but I we're thinking we are going to do another. Um, 
what, what do we even call those? Maka. 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 Yeah. Uh, that will be video game themed. And that, which I honestly have a lot of, we might have to do a make a month at some point because I have so much fun pouring time into doing that. The Star Trek one is one of my favorite like ideas that I've had on this show. And our mutual friend, Todd Davis, continually bugs me to like do a spec script for it um oh todd davis of the computer resume podcast yes uh funny you should mention that uh i tune into that show because uh any day now uh the first of my episodes episodes spoiler warning oh, yes. are gonna be dropping in his feed um we need to get Todd on the show he actually I, I, he was one of the, one of the many people i saw the batman with and he was like hey man if you ever got something you want me to come on and he's a big comic book nerd he's a big star trek geek great dude um you should listen to his show i've been on as well um <laughs> as well as a very drunken ill ill-fated uh fantasy star trek draft um <laughs> that uh there are certain people that were not very politically correct on that episode. Um, I was not among them, but I feel like our make episodes are those stuff that I have the most fun with. Yeah, there's um, we don't we don't like to overdo them because it's really just the two of us laughing at our own awesome ideas i think about my yeah. star, i think honestly i think about my star trek idea all the time i think about I, my nightwing idea a lot too yeah that's a really good idea anyway we'll, we'll <laughs> we have some fun makeup ideas and of the ideas that we have there will whatever the idea that we don't use next week you're you're gonna hear about it at some point <laughs> Just yeah 100 uh, um <laughs> So with that said, uh, now is the time to end the show. If you would like to find us and everything else that we've doing, you can find us at themoreunerd.com. You can tweet to us at themoreunerd. You can go to facebook.com slash themoreunerd. And you can email us themoreunerd at gmail.com. That's themoreunerd at gmail.com. And one last thing as we end this episode. Because Miles and I have been reworking the show for for a couple of years, and we've really liked what we've been doing. But, you know, this show used to be based on challenges. And though we're not doing weekly challenges anymore, that doesn't mean that we don't love hearing ideas for stuff that that you guys would like to hear us cover. If you have a concept for for a, a month or, 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 you know, just a concept in general that you'd like us to, to take a look at, send it in i would love to to hear it because i i know we've gotten some some submissions before that have turned into some really great content for our show uh, and i would love to 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 get some more of those so send them in the more you nerd at gmail.com uh so in the meantime now we end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd. out, out. Uh, guardian, guardian. <laughs>